You you want me to do my YouTube voice on the podcast? <laughs> yes, please, please. Mike, my frankly awful YouTube. Voice. Welcome to YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to my unboxing video. Today we're unboxing uh, Enchanting Aspects <laughs> episode six. No, it's seven. S- seven. Oh, we've officially my... d- done a week of the podcast. <laughs> It's been one week since we've recorded a podcast. I have all English regional accents at once. <laughs> oh shit, Liverpool. Ringo, I've, is that you? I've got all of them at once. All the all the small little dialects of all the towns of all of England. I've got all of them. <laughs> and I just mold between them all at once. Please clap. <laughs> what? You didn't tell me! <laughs> I hate you! I hate you! To my YouTube channel, Amy, 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 we can't keep doing this. <laughs> you can keep doing this, but I refuse. Yeah, I didn't get a try. I didn't get a try. Yeah, yet. yeah. Well, well, yeah. Can that that can that all be the cold open? Now this is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go go ahead and uh, take the YouTube voice for a spin. Hello, oh, my name's Amy. Welcome to my YouTube. Today we're talking about a fucking podcast called Enchanting Aspects. Uh it's just like it's it's seriously just like I I I to uh like someone who like actually like who has like lived in England understands English dialects. Um I imagine it's just like oh my uh, Liverpool, Wales, Scotland, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> They're changing before our very eyes. Every single syllable is a different accent. What's going on? Mars, you need to know. I mean, you already know. I'm just very bad at accents. <laughs> this very is a hun- bad. This is a hundred percent why I said our D and D campaign in like an American esque city. <laughs> Although I did say I'm gonna be a hillbilly accent next character. You did say that. I'm sticking Regrettab- to it. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Regrettably, you did say it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hi, welcome to Enchanting Aspects. Hi, this is a podcast. It's a podcast where we enchant your aspects. We did that last time. We can't do the same joke twice. Maybe it's our new hot thing. Okay, it's trending. Now it's trending. Uh, check the hashtags. This won't. This won't be there. <laughs> Only only terrible world events will be there. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about the the parts of the things we like. Yeah, you know how when there's uh when there's stuff that you like, and then there's the small stuff that you're like, hey, I could talk for hours about the pencils in in this movie. It's like, yeah, yeah, we we vibe with that. It's fucking your turn this time. Oh, is it my turn to go first? Is that really what's true? It really is. The truth wow. come out. The truth come out. It's Mars's turn to go first. Uh, okay. 
So here's the deal. Are you ready for it? Are you ready? Ooh, I'm just another kind of girl. I want to talk about one of my favorite video games. A video game? Look, I don't watch things. <laughs> the fact that I... It's very telling that the only non-video game thing that I have shown on this podcast so far is an actual play D&D show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about one of my favorite video games uh, of all time. Can you guess what it is? Um, it's broad, and I understand. Um, you've told me this before, and I've forgotten. Uh, I've told you a lot of things, Amy. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not gonna wallow in the silence. Instead, I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you. Okay. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, we're, I want to talk to you about a, a tiny, tiny little thing in Dishonored. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna guess Dishonored, but I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely predictable, Amy. You just got to go with your gut. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, um, so, uh, Dishonored is uh, the first one in particular. I have played a little bit of the second one, but like, it's very cool. But for some reason, it hasn't clicked with me in the same way. But I don't know. I do want to. I do want to go through it, like finish it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, it's got a lot, like, I don't consider it worse than the first game. I It just, it's different in a way that, like, doesn't click with me 100%. Um, but uh, the first Dishonored, I have, uh, it's probably the game that I have beaten the most times. Oh. And that's, it's like, I really got into, like doing like challenge runs and just playing the game all over and over again i could like beat the game in one sitting repeatedly um like i i turned that game inside out and on like on like my final playthrough i found something i never found in the game before oh secret 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 so like there's a lot in the in dishonored it's a stealthy first person, uh, like, it's a stabby violence game. So if you're not into stabby violence, it's definitely not your thing. But you also, do, like, even if you're not doing stabby violence, which is very much a, a fully realized option, um, the stuff you're doing to people is still not great. Like, it's still terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that all plays into, like, the thematics and Corvo, who is the main character, like it, it goes into like who he is as a character, and you frankly might not vibe with that, but like the this game is like more than all of like the gameplay stuff. It is it is like nautical gothic in a way that is so fucking rad, mm-hmm. and I like. I feel like I'm not doing a good job explaining why I like it, but there's, like, so much in the game that it's really hard to, like, talk about it in broad strokes. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, there, you can play through the game in a myriad of different ways. You're given a lot of options, basically. The Mm -hmm. levels are really open-ended. You're in this big city, this big, like, 
maritime city and you are like corvo's like the royal bodyguard or whatever and then the queen who is supposed to be protecting gets murdered and he gets blamed for it spoilers that's the literal beginning of the video game that is the opening of the video game (laughs) okay so like the actual game is him like trying to basically do a coup uh uh And the thing that I'm actually talking about uh, in this video game is uh, in the levels, uh, in these open-ended levels where there's all these different pathways, um, I didn't even mention that you have, like, supernatural powers that you can use to, like, teleport and turn into rats and... Rats! and, And do all sorts of crazy shit. Um... And in these levels, you can totally blast through them if you want, uh, but if you explore them uh, and you take it a little slower, there are some a lot of like really cool secrets to find. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think, best ways the game explores that idea is with the combination saves that are littered throughout the game combination saves uh it's just there are just i may have said saves and not safe i knew i think everyone everyone knew what i meant and i think was i everyone was just gonna let it slide but i so yeah uh the there are these safes that are all over the city it's a combination lock but the way they all work is it's not like a dial that you have to turn back and forth it's just three it's three dials with numbers on them and you just have to put in the right code. Mm-hmm. Uh and these safes are honestly like some of like I think the best way that a safe has been done in a video game, which is a weird thing to be particular about. Yeah, hot take. Right? Because like there are other games that have, like, combination saves and, like, oh, you, you go to a certain place and you get a note or something that's like, hey, over here, there's a safe that's, like, buy some stuff and the code is, like, it's it's either, like, on the paper, it's like, hey, the code is, like, on the whiteboard, make sure to erase it, and then mm-hmm. somebody didn't. Yeah. Um, And, like, Dishonored sort of kind of does that. But also, like, a lot of the safes that you go into are in wrecked, abandoned buildings. Uh, or, you know, or even if they're not, they're like, you know, they're they're all over the, the fucking place. And uh, the first one that you get that you find is in the like tutorial area. There's uh, a sewers that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a busted out safe uh, and you find a note. I think that I, from what I remember, because I've read this note so many times, the note is like, uh, like these two thieves or, or urchins or something of the like, uh, who, uh, they stole the safe and were hiding out. One of them was waiting for the other, but ended up dying of the, uh, from rats, basically. Of course. Away we should all go. That is generally how a lot of people die in Dishonored is from rats. It's it's a very rat-centric game. If you're not into rats, as in, 
<laughs> Definitely skip Dishonored. But if you're okay with rats, it's a... Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> um, very powerful rat. Very powerful rat. Uh, if But if you uh, look into... Like, there's a shelf that's nearby. You can see the code, and you have to move empty bottles out of the way to see the code written on the wall behind the shelf. Mm-hmm. And that is how the game does it a lot of times, is the combination to saves will be built into the environment. Uh, another great one is uh, later in the game, there is... There is a building in a later level. It's like a higher society, like, arty place. There is a note somewhat referencing, like, a clue to the safe combination. But to actually find it, you have to go up and up the stairs of, uh, up and down the stairs of the house, looking at paintings and looking at numbers that have been painted into the paintings. Oh, hell yeah. And there are, like, false numbers and you have to like reference the clue to figure out which order the numbers go. Oh cool. Uh and the game just does that uh a lot. But here's the other thing about it. Mhm. You can just guess. Yeah. If you want, you can just sit there and plug in every combination possible until you find it. <laughs> and some of the chess uh, or some of the uh uh safes are have a random combination some don't uh in the sequel i guess they're mostly random um but uh so if you re- uh, in at least the first game if you remember the combination to some saves you can also just plug it in like the game doesn't actually care how you open the safe it's just like there are these three numbers on this dial there is one number that will open it. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. I think that's really cool. And I think that's like, I, I, I think the way that it's built is appealing in the sense that it like, it encourages you to try and figure it out. Whereas like with other saves and video games that have like dial locks, how the fuck am I going to randomly figure out a dial lock? Are you, are you talking about like a Bethesda sort of? No, like a Bethesda one is like a mini game. What's a dial lock? Uh, uh, you know how in real life on lockers there are dial locks that are dials that you turn? Oh, yeah. Like that. Don't they have little vibrations? And you feel but you don't vibrations? feel that in a video game. Some you do, some. Name me... Hey, Amy, I want you to find a video game that has a safe where you can feel the vibrations of of a, of a lock and um, open it by touch. And I want you to bring that to the podcast. Um, motherfucking, um, uh, one, two, switch, bitch. That does, that fully doesn't count. And I don't even think that's in there. I think Dead Space does it, too. You'll, I, I would love for a well-researched... No version of this. I don't care about Dead Space, but it does it. I think. <laughs> no what I was about to say no one cares about Dead Space, but I know for a fact that that is deeply untrue. There are a lot of people who care quite a bit about <laughs> Dead Space. Um. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but here, okay. But what I'm saying is that, like, like 
I feel like there are too many factors and it's really not, it's really not fun or intuitive to try and break open a dialogue in a video game. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, and like you said before, like the games where they just spell the code out for you so obviously every time where it's just like, oh, there's a safe. Okay, let me go on this computer and find the combination. Mm-hmm. But making it a puzzle in of itself and each of those puzzles is unique in its own way. That's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool because like when you are when you see a safe, you all of a sudden you have to be like, okay, I have to scrounge around this entire room and find out what the what the puzzle is and how to solve it. In a sense, the real rat and dishonored is you. A hundred percent, especially when you turn into a rat. That I didn't know, but <laughs> I did. I think I may have said it earlier, but whatever. Whatever that phases through my head. Yeah. No. 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 Th- all thoughts head empty. <laughs> head machine broke. Head. <laughs> that's. Uh, that's 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 yeah relatable like i want to read some of like the solutions for we're we're gonna be playing the first game on your channel soon so Uh i'm not gonna i don't i'm not gonna say anything about the first game okay Uh, i'm i'm gonna say things about like the second game and maybe like the dlc uh that like you'll probably forget about by the time we get to it if we yeah absolutely one of uh in uh there is dlc for the first game called the knife of dunwall uh you're playing as a different character um and uh you uh you can find a note it it the what it says here is the safe is in rothwild's office i don't really know who rothwild is the clue is in the injury report code note which states the number of injuries and fatalities of the past week so this note is just hey over uh, I'll, I'll, I can just read it. It's one sentence. Five injuries have reported o- over the span of one week, resulting in two fatalities. That is the entirety of the note. There is not that might. If you're just playing, you might just think, "Oh, that's a that's just a bit of world building." Unless you're a gamer and you think, "Hey, there's a number that is a clue," because I'm a <laughs> right. gamer. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're looking for it, then like you might like read that and you're like oh okay gotcha so let's let's try that let's at least try it in dishonored 2 the first safe of the game you find uh by ripping a painting out of the wall and the code is behind it Mm. uh a lot of the combinations in dishonored 2 you can uh you can uh decipher the code with like a book that you find it's not the same book it's like these different books Mm -hmm. um some of the combinations are like sold by people uh some of them are in like uh, there are codes for safes in other safes sometimes (laughs) uh there are (laughs) absolutely uh there is a hundred percent like there there are so many different like ways to get these codes and ways to you know decipher them and you can really spend a lot of time 
digging in and uh uncovering all of these codes and like having like you know maybe some fun stories along the way and characters that you meet and all of that that you might not even talk to or get as involved with if you weren't trying to find a safe code but again you can just plop your ass down sit in front of that safe plug in every possible combination and you'll get it eventually yeah there is no penalty other than like if you're in a guard infested area and you, you somebody might walk in spot you but like there are ways to get around that problem as well so like you really can just guess your way through every single safe. There's no punishment. The game doesn't the game doesn't care. It's like, yeah, you get the loot. Anyway, you get the same stuff. It's fine. Let me tell you something. Get, yeah. Solving a puzzle with sheer wit is is a great satisfaction. But solving a puzzle by just fucking guessing, oh my god. <laughs> the serotonin it's immense hell yeah love it like yeah it's it's really i really enjoyed that you can like you can approach these these safes like as with like most of the problems in the game you can approach it in a, in a, a myriad of different ways and it's it's nice that that was thought about mm-hmm. that like you might not want to fucking go across the map and and go shake all of the all of the potted plants in the governor's office to knock out all of the lights to reveal a code (laughs) that's not one of them but yeah maybe i don't want to do that (laughs) but but maybe you want to you want to just plop down put on some tunes and and crunch out uh, a couple hundred combinations. It's yeah. not hundred. It's it's less than that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know the math. Actually, it would be hundreds it's of combinations, wouldn't it? Yeah, more it, it, than it a would thousand. Be. Yeah, but here's the nice thing about it too: is that you don't have to like put in the combination and then press a button to like see if it's right. If you scroll pat, if you if you're scrolling and you just hit the right number, the safe will open. Oh, cool. Uh, so you really can just hammer on those dials if you want. Yeah. Um, so it really doesn't take too too long to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 nice. It's nice, and I appreciate that the game uh, is is thinking about the lazy thief in all of us. <laughs> um. Hey, Amy. What the fuck is up, Mars? What the fuck is up? Uh, well, I just, uh, I'm glad you asked. I, well, I, uh, I was just talking with a friend. Mars, I need Uh, to, I need you to ask me a question. I talked for, for quite a long time about, uh, safes in this game called Dishonored. I need you to Um, ask me a question. And, uh, actually, it's, it's funny because now, uh, now they're sort of like asking me to ask them a question. I and, have a oh, gun. Oh, cool. Uh uh they have a they have a fun new uh fun new toy to show me. Uh looks <laughs> it looks uh interesting. Um Hey Amy. <laughs> you need to ask me a question. Hi, Amy. Um what Amy? Uh no, actually you don't need to ask me a question. I forgot. What's your thing? Um Mars say that you gotta go. Oh, okay. This is one of the 
This is one of the classic bits that Amy just uh, sets up for me. Uh, hey, Amy, I, I actually, you know what? It's funny. I do gotta, I do gotta go. Oh, that's a shame. Hey, uh, but Mars, um, drink coffee before go? I don't drink coffee, actually. I'll, I'm, but, uh, but thank you. I, I'm gonna just head no, out. No, Mar- uh, you, you have to, you have to see ya. I, I don't actually drink coffee. I'm gonna head I'm, out, but thank um, you. Um, Mars, we're doing a bit. You have to, you have to see ya. Uh, there's something, something, something in my, um, ear just sort of whispered uh something sort of insidious um uh yeah i can stick around what's up you i coffee cool oh the bit's ruined (laughs) um (laughs) yes (laughs) i am talking about my favorite part from my favorite video game um and it's when it's it's a coffee break it's a coffee break. It's a coffee break? It's a coffee break in what I'd like to call Earthbound. Ah. Ah. I was wondering when you would bring the Earthed Bound. <laughs> Finally! My my final form! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Earthbound is one of my all-time favorite video games. Um, and I love it, but my favorite part of it is coffee break. And if you don't know what that is, it's uh like partway through the game, I'd say like a third into the game, uh you get to a town and once you do the whole shebang, beat the boss in that town and you're about to leave, um there's there's some coffee on a stool and you you click on the coffee or I think the guy the the Mr What's the guy called? Mr. Nose Man? Oh, oh Mr. Mr. Saturn. 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 Mr. Saturn. Um, Mr. Sega Saturn. Mr. Saturn will ask you drink coffee before go. And if you say yes, a very beautiful thing happens. Um, which essentially it takes you to a screen, which is one of those super bizarre acid trip earthbound backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's you really that, can't. <laughs> it's like that's that's a, that mode four, five, six, and seven shit. I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't know what that means. Those are just words that I've heard. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, and then, and then this really groovy music plays, and then it, the game talks to you, um, and I'm gonna read it aloud. Before I talk more about it, I'm gonna read it aloud. I- Okay. Because I don't, I could play a video, but then, listen, this is a podcast, and these are words, and you can hear the words, so, like, why the fuck not, you know? Yeah, and also, like, (laughs) although I do like the idea- of you playing the video in the podcast, and it's just like, like the, the fucking SNES noises. Um, actually, if you do hear it, it's just the music. That's all that plays, is the music. Oh. Um, it's very pretty music, and I'm probably going to overlay the music while I'm talking, just to, just to get the vibe, the good vibe going. Okay. Um, and I might skip some parts to avoid like a little bit of spoilers, but I'll read the most important parts. Okay. Here I fucking go. Okay. Okay. Uh, So it starts with, you've traveled very far from home. Do you remember how your long and winding journey began with someone pounding at your door? It was Pokey, the worst person in your neighborhood, who knocked on the door that fateful night. On your way, you have walked, thought, and fought. Yet through all this, you have never lost your courage. You have grown steadily stronger, though you have experienced the pain of battle many times. You are no longer alone in your adventure. 
Paula, who is steadfast, kind, and even pretty, is always at your side. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. The video I'm watching doesn't have the right NPC's name. Um, what's his <laughs> name is with you as well. What, what, which, which guy, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, yeah, Jeff is with you as well! Though he's timid, he came from a distant land to help you. Um, Ness, as you certainly know by now, you are not a regular young man. You have an awesome destiny to fulfill. The journey from this point will be long, and it will be more difficult than anything you have undergone to this point. Yet, I know you will be alright. When good battles evil, which side do you believe wins? Do you have faith that good is triumphant? One thing you must never lose is courage. If you believe in the goal you are striving for, you will be courageous. There are many difficult times ahead, but you must keep your sense of humor, work through the tough situations, and enjoy yourself. When you have finished this cup of coffee, your adventure will begin again. Next, you must pass through a blah 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 plot stuff. Um, Ness, Paula, Jeff. I wish you luck. Uh, so that's the whole thing. Um, but, okay. So, this is a game from the fucking 90s or 80s. I think it's the 90s. Um, and it's just a, it's an RPG. And I played it for the first time, and I was loving it, and I was having a great fucking time. And then I get to this part, and I'm bawling my eyes out. Because, um... At this time in my life, I was in, like, high school or something. I've never had a game, like, fucking meta talk to me and say, like, hey, you're doing a great job and you can do it. Like, you never have a- I've never had a game until this point, like, make me feel introspective on the journey I've had and actually think about it and think of these people as real characters and experiences. Um, so it meant a lot to me. And yeah. it's- and also, I take it to heart. Like, I took those words to heart, and I didn't think of it as just, um, you know, this long and perilous journey in the game. Like, no, like, life is a long and perilous journey. And I felt like this game was talking to me, Amy, and saying, like, hey, you're courageous. You can do this. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, it, I, I don't know that I've had, like, that. I, I've definitely had that, like, sort of, it's wild sometimes when you're like playing a game and it hits in such a personal way that the developers probably couldn't have really fully intended and you are sucked into the game but very like and it sort of bleeds into the edges of of the, your world you know what i mean of like yeah. this is important and it and it carries with me throughout throughout the experiences that remind me of it yeah yeah and the super cool thing about earthbound and the reason why it's one of my favorite games is the game does this multiple times and i'm sure i'm gonna bring it back as another episode of the more talk stuff but like it it gets deep and it makes you think about the the story and the choices you make and out all the stuff outside in real life too um, but yeah, this was a turning point for me in this game. Like, up until then, I was like, this game is cool, I love it. At this point, I'm like, oh, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, this is one of those games I'm gonna get a tattoo of, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's, it's funny, Dishonored is actually a game that I would 
you had a tattoo of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically the uh in there's a there's a um it's called the the outsider's mark uh and it's a it's a hand tattoo on the back of of the left hand that uh is like the channel like how you do how you get your supernatural powers mm-hmm. um but i mean that that's cool on its own but something about it Something about it being the outsider's mark, just be being a representation of being an outsider. For me, there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, not to bring it back to Dishonored, but it's just funny to, to <laughs> yeah not, to just to like to relate the two. Yeah, yeah. My tattoo idea, which I'm definitely gonna get, is it's it's a Triforce, but inside the Triforce is the Earthbound logo. You've you've told me about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Do you do you have a whole lot of tattoo plans or like body mod plans? Uh, just that one, and I also want uh two fui ego eris tattooed on my wrist. Uh, explain that one to me. Um, no, because I'm going to save it for another episode. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I, okay, I don't, I think the Dishonored tattoo is the only, like, solid idea I've ever had. Um, but I feel like I will get more tattoos as my life continues on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say more tattoos. I don't have any right now. But, yeah, same. Uh, but I, I eventually will. But I think, actually, my first priority is... Uh, to get piercings mm-hmm. um i want to get like snake bites on my lip and on my eyebrow yeah you're just meant uh, to get piercings uh and potentially i'm thinking like i'm thinking like a ball piercing on my nostril um but i could maybe do a ring i'm not sure uh and then maybe my ears as well but i'm not i am not sold on that I if I'm not interested in any body or facial piercings, though I am I am keen on getting one ear pierced for the gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's getting the getting one ear pierced is like the surefire signature, huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. Anyways, yeah. Earthbound. Earthbound. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you not like uh the tattoo talk? corner uh i i thoroughly enjoyed the talk the tattoo talk corner say that three times fast tattoo to tattoo talk corner 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 okay. i did not i i did you i did, did it right. more than three times yeah so that means you lost sorry oh damn anyways uh yeah earthbound um really it gets deep in your soul and it makes you really introspective and especially a game from the 90s like this is one of the first rpgs and this it was it's changed so many people and it's changed me very deeply um Mm. and i would recommend playing the game if you haven't and get to this part and let it change you earthbound is like always a game i have been like tangentially associate not not associated with but i've just been around Mm -hmm. uh even though i've i've played a little bit of it but i have never played it fully myself Mm -hmm. um and it's definitely a thing of like i don't know i i'd love to one day there's this 
There's so many games out there. Yeah. There's so many more goth games than that. I'm gonna force you. I'm gonna sit you down and force you. Oh, you're gonna sit me down and force. Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah, I mean it's my favorite, so. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, that's that's fair. I like to force the people I care about to experience the things that mean a lot to me. All right. Well, we'll we'll fucking do that some that at some point. Yeah. Uh, we'll fucking we'll fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is something really really interesting and really there is something special to the idea of taking a break away from everything. And like Earthbound I know does this a lot of times it'll like I don't know, like take you like pa- literally pause the the story and the action and like like it sort of feels like in universe the world is just on hold for a second so yes. that you can take a break yes yeah okay thank you for reminding me of that because that is something i wanted to talk about specifically that line that says oh let me find it uh when you have finished this cup of coffee your adventure will begin again um i love that line i love it because most of my life i've been obsessed with the whole concept of the point of no return or like any sort of um oh what's the word ethereal time or moment in your life where Mm -hmm. you're about to begin something but it hasn't fully started yet and so you're in that weird wishy-washy area Um, yeah uh like i i oh my gosh i just recently watched hook and uh, tinkerbell had a perfect line she said like um the moment you wake up and you still remember your dreams a bit like like that that's a good example of it too. Um, I yeah. lo- I love I love introspection in that point in a life in your life because um, you f- it's like you feel safe in that period. You feel like you don't have to make any decisions right then and there. You just get to experience the moment. Mm-hmm. It's there's a lot of value to be able to to take a break and just focus on on how the things that have happened have affected you yes yeah and like shout out to earthbound for for including this because this is i mean ness is a little kid and yeah and the game focuses on that like if you don't call your mom enough on the phone you will get homesick and that will affect the way you are in battle like yeah um and and like I just love that the game does that and says like, hey, like it's okay to take a break and think about all the stuff that has happened to you. And that's Mm -hmm. especially important in real life too. Like if you're going through an adventure in your life or maybe something that you really don't like or something that's challenging for you, it's important and almost necessary to take a break and actually think about that stuff and introspect on yourself and check in on yourself and say, how am I doing? Like it's important. Yeah, it's... It is really important. It's like, but it's also important to to get back up and finish your cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, and get back to it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's okay to t- take a break. It's absolutely okay, but eventually you you do need to get back in there. Yeah. Okay, I feel much more satisfied. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm glad you weeded that out of me because I felt like I forgot everything I was going to talk about, and then I just let it slip. But then I, I remembered everything. So. Well, well. To be fair, I did interrupt to talk about tattoos. That and is true. That is true. 
<laughs> I mean, technically you brought it up, but also. Yeah, yeah it's I, okay. I, I, I could have waited. <laughs> There's no rules on this podcast, except don't talk about the whole thing. That's the only rule. Yeah, and we can only talk about Shadow the Hedgehog's dick a little bit. Yeah, that rule's still That's... in place. Don't push it. <laughs> that... <laughs> I know that we're still like, you know, we're still in podcast mode, but that was like, that sounded really serious. <laughs> it was. Um, well, now that clear boundaries have been established. <laughs> thank you for listening to Enchanting Aspects. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to Enchanting Aspects. We got a Twitter at Enchanting Pod, and you can leave us reviews on iTunes. Rate. And uh and ratings and uh there's also that website Podchaser that yeah. also exists. Um shout out to Mars. You know what? Shout out to Amy. Oh fuck. It turned around. Yeah. Ricochet. Rick and Morty. Pickle Rick. Funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Love yourself. Believe, Believe in yourself. In yourself. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of you saying the first part and me saying the second part. Okay. I think that's kind of fun. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Um, Bye. <laughs> I oh, Wait, I don't want to end. What's the lesson? What's the moral? What's the oh, wait, moral wait, we've learned today? Wait, there's a, wait, I'm sorry. Is the moral lesson a, an, a, 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 segment normally yeah, on this podcast it, i'm making it okay now. it's now it's happening now the first lesson is there are many ways to open a safe get creative get... and the, the second... first lesson is get creative with your crimes get creative with your crimes and take a mm-hmm. break take a and break take a from break. that safe cracking mm-hmm. <laughs> drink some if coffee if... yeah make some coffee and really contemplate where where the where the codes the that you have tried have have left you emotionally yeah okay now i feel fully satisfied now we can truly end the podcast now okay we have had our moral lesson <laughs> thanks for listening uh, thanks for listening bye bye <laughs> We are gamers. We are the gamers. Gamers in the house. Gamer, 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 gamer. I just love gamer word. I'm a gamer. Yeah, I'm a gamer. Yeah, I'm a gamer.